will be collected and uh, find their way to the, to the appropriate place. And if you just now thought of something to write, that's okay, we'll give you another opportunity at the end. So I want to um, give you a little bit of an update. We've been collecting a lot of different things lately, food um, that we've given to the food shelf. In fact, today is another collection, being the first of the month, uh, for the food pantry, food shelf. Uh, we also had a uh, collection for the uh, high school that we are uh, partnering with down in, down in Shalott. Uh, it's located in Shalott, but the students bus in from elsewhere. And I, I told you uh, just a couple of weeks ago that we were uh, had this opportunity to fill backpacks for the students with uh, with some food to send home with them over the uh, the break. Uh, some of them um, don't have or, or are unsure where their meals are going to come from without the school there to provide them. And so we were able to uh, um, put those together, collect the food, and uh, we delivered it on Friday. So this is uh, the backpacks. Oh, Miranda's there too. Um, these are, Miranda, you can come up, because I want you to just uh, share uh, some of your feedback that you, you received. So uh, these are the backpacks. The school actually had some backpacks that had been donated that they were able to, uh, to use. And uh, you can just grab that so people can hear you. And uh, we also, then we, we laid out all the, all the food. Oh. And uh, there it is. Laid out all the food and uh, filled up the backpacks. We started with ramen noodles and uh, then worked our way up to snacks that went on top. And um, all right, so what these backpacks of food. And uh, how have we, I think you said we ended up with some more than that. Right, so am I on? Yeah, just I'm hold pretty it pretty, hold it pretty, pretty close. Okay, um, so I really got excited because our counselor got involved in the project with me, and one of the girls that was selected, she came to me not knowing that I was a part of it, and she said, Miss, I've got such good news, and I was like, what is it? She said, I was chosen for this special Easter basket, and I'm gonna be able to fill it up with all of these food things, and I can take it home. So that was before um, we had even started talking about the project majorly, it's just that her family was struggling with food insecurity and she was one of the first people the counselor invited. Um, as the backpack was going on and the kids were coming in and they got to pack their backpacks, I think of one little girl and I've been thinking about her all weekend. Um, she originally lived in Victor and she came to us in January after her mother passed away. And she's now living with her brother and his girlfriend um, and so she was invited to pack a backpack and she packed her backpack and she was so happy. And as she was going back to the assembly, she started crying and I said, what's wrong? And she was like, I miss my mom so much. And she was like, and seeing all that food 
it triggered me because I know like that I would have thought about that and I would have struggled with that, but my mom would have held me down. And so she was like, it was just nice to have that. Um, but she couldn't stop crying for the rest of the day. And then I shared with teachers and then we were all crying together. So <laughs> we were all crying. Um, but kids were so appreciative. They were saying thank you. And they were so excited to pick out their, their food gifts and take them home. And usually when we have things, um, sometimes we'll do like socks or pencils or erasers. You'll always find like pencils laying around like the kids just didn't take like kids took their backpacks, they took that food. We were in the middle of an assembly when we were doing this and I was saying, don't open your backpack because if you open your backpack, everybody's gonna be like, give me some, <laughs> share that with me. So they kept their backpack sealed. They were just amazing and wonderful and I just really wanted to say thank you. The kiddos really appreciate it and it took a load off the schools. Um, we were gonna do 12, but then teachers have this habit of if they see something good going on, they want in for their kids. So. <laughs> I was approached by a number of other teachers like, oh, well, I have a kiddo, I have a kiddo. So we wound up doing, um, I think, between 15 and 16 backpacks in addition to the 12. So thank you. Well done, yeah. God bless you. Yeah. So, yes. All right. Um, so, yes, well done. And uh, I, I think God continues to multiply loaves and fishes uh, sometimes. And, uh, and so we, we just have a tremendous opportunity to build rapport with the, the school, uh, certainly the administration and the staff, but uh, more importantly, to, to make a difference in the lives of uh, those, those students. Uh, very, very tangible, very tangible and very, very much appreciated. So we're to look for opportunities. Uh, to, to give to them, whether it be candy as we've done in the past or, uh, or something more, more substantial. But uh, uh, I hope that you feel blessed as in turn you have blessed them. All right. Hopefully that screen settles down through the remainder of our time. Um, we are on the one another's from the New Testament. And uh, we, we certainly in our sermons, in our lessons, have not covered all of them. You know, so you know that. Uh, I, I hope that you benefited from the prayer guide that we put together. And uh, that was uh, finished this last uh, Thursday, was the last day, if you kept track with that. Uh, into a, a booklet, so you get all 31 days in one, one booklet. If you would like that, uh, you can let me know, and I, I have a few I can give you. If I need more, I can print them. I'll also be emailing that out, so if you're online and you would like uh, to, to make sure that you get that, then uh, please let me know. Leave a comment there, and we'll send that to you. So for our last one another, as a, as a sermon. There's so many to, to choose from. But to you. There was a who had two sons. And the young
wild living. And after he spent everything, there was a severe famine in the whole country. And he began to be in need. So he went out and joined a band of robbers. And these bandits took up residence and attacked travelers on the road. No time for their and cruelty. One day, continued on their way. Traveling to Jerusalem. And he saw he learned from his mistakes. Later in the day, the boy's father came down the road. He saw and led him home. As they this is where you belong. He gave him new shoes, and even a family ring. And then he Hopefully you recognize that story. It's two stories, isn't it? And how I did or but but notice when the man on the road is a violent criminal rather than a victim of a crime. And and then think again, how does that story change when you know the backstory of the violent criminal? Right? Does he become a more sympathetic figure? Because you don't just think found himself in desperate situation. And so of this person and his circumstances changes as we work our way through the story. At least I hope it, it did for you. So what should the father in the story do? He picks up his son, he bandages his wounds. Should he then drop him off at the local police station? Or is it okay for him to throw a party celebrating his return? It's a difficult decision, perhaps. What's the right thing to do? When Jesus told 
parable of the Good Samaritan. He wanted us to identify with the Samaritan. He really wasn't very concerned the road was. Okay. The question was all about how do we love our neighbor? Okay. Who is my neighbor? And, and, and in this case, it's the Samaritan who is the neighbor. He, he comes alongside and he provides healing, he provides care, and takes him uh, to, to a safe place. And he says, you need to do the same thing, right? This is what a neighbor does. It doesn't, doesn't really matter. You, you show love to your neighbors. And, and so as we hear Jesus tell that original story, we're thinking, oh, I'm the Samaritan. Right? I'm the good guy. Yeah, I would do that. Right? I, I'm not the And I can do that. I can love my neighbors. Um, but I, I wonder who it was that you identified with. Who were you supposed to be? Or who did you feel that you are as you hear that story? Because in a very real then we start We're the one And we say, yeah, I think that's that's me. But then when he he turns to when he becomes violent and aggressive. I must have, must have been hearing this story. So I must be somebody else in the story. And so, but then we do like being on the receiving end of the Father's grace and mercy. Right? And, and so, that person on the side of the road. You see that. The only person that received his grace and mercy is the one on the side of the road. And we like that. We like hearing him whisper in our ear, don't worry, this is where you belong. And I think there's also a perspective in the story that God also wants us to be like that father. He wants 
You might have heard that somewhere. He wants us to care for one another. He wants us to be like that father. The difficulty is that it's all too easy for us to be like the older brother. We have a tendency to think that, that when our brother that now they're just getting what they deserved. Right? Well, what did you expect to happen when you went to that place, when you did that thing, when you made that What did you expect to happen? You made your bed, now you're going to have to lie in it. Right? And so, when we see them in that circumstance, I think it's, again, easy for us to have this attitude that we should avoid them until they're ready to obey God again. <laughs> they have to go and say, well, and so they've got to come to me. This, is, this story that's emerging of the, of the two is a picture Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 through 5. We'll go, if you have your, I'll, I'll put it up on the screen. If you have your Bible there, you can uh, follow along also. I won't read it again, but I do want to, I will just read the first verse. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch for yourselves, or you also may be tempted. If someone is caught in a sin, it doesn't mean here that the sin has captured them. What it means is that their sin has been exposed. Their sin has been revealed. And so it says, when, when we recognize that somebody is engaging in sinful behavior, perhaps we do Don't quote. Don't point the finger. Don't say, I told you so. Or what did you think would happen? Or you knew better than that. Rather, we're told here, the person should be gently restored to God and the church. And, and so, I, I think this is Restore something 
It's already in immaculate condition. And, and so, although if I It's even better. And, and so job is to restore that person gently back into relationship with God. I think some people perhaps feel that that gives a license for sin, for rebellion against God. task is to restore them to God, not to make them feel bad about themselves or what they've done. Part of that process, but that's that that gently restoring someone. To relationship with God is the goal. I think the next few verses here are, are interesting. Verse 2 tells us to carry each other's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the law of Christ. Okay? There's that one another, each other, one another. Okay? Um, and, and so, carry or bear one another's burdens. Okay. And there's sort of you know, different ideas as to exactly what the burden here is. is it, it could be pointing to what's 
been written before or what's written after. It could be very broad. that there's a connection there. But the part of the helping people work through the sin that they're struggling with. You, you see, the, the person that, that binds up the wounds, you know, on, on the, the man that was laying on the road, in, the, in my story it's the father, and Jesus' story is the Good Samaritan, that, that person doesn't just point the way to the hotel down the road. Doesn't just drop off a first aid kit. The, 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 the person actually takes time to clean the wounds, to bind them up, to or to the Father. And, and yet, this is how they show love. By, by allowing a person to become a burden. And, and as they become a burden, they're, they're sharing the load, aren't they? And, and so, when, when we see somebody caught in sin, right, it, we have that temptation to be like that older brother. Oh, well, if I tell you, I've done my job. Right? You know the way. And, and so, instead, bear one another's burdens. How do how, how From the burdens that they've made. Bear one another's burdens. And when we do this, we fulfill the law of Christ. Now, if you don't... the Mosaic law or not. And, and so there's this big dispute about the law and uh, Paul Christians aren't bound. We have freedom. Chapter 5 begin, begins with an emphasis on, on freedom that, that God wants his people to have, his children to have. And, and so now he says, hey, I'm telling you, bear one another's burdens. And when you do it, Oh, hold on, you just spent the whole letter up to this point telling us we're not bound by the law. So what's he, what's he talking about? I think given the context, it, it's, you know, perhaps it's oversimplifying, but it certainly is included, is when Jesus says the two greatest commands are to love God and love our neighbor, right? He says the, the whole... whatever purity uh, you know, laws that they have to go through. But he's still able to say, this is what the law is about, loving God, loving people. So he says, when you... says, each one 
should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else, for each one should carry their own load. Well, build their own load. Like how? Okay, what's it going to be? Do we just pick one and run with it? I'm the everybody in perspective. I don't think we need to just pick one. My understanding of this is that yes, as, as a church, as children, care for that person that we find on the side of the road. We do restore uh, being, being caught out in, in, in sin. We do what we can to assist and to aid and to care for these people. But ultimately, nobody dies. <laughs> because no matter how carry our sin for us. His name's Jesus. And and so when we do load that particular burden but the picture that we've been talking about throughout this one another series is that life as a Christian is not to be lived in isolation you see we we can say We still have this relationship to take care of with God. And we are still responsible for our own actions. Today, it's not really my goal to go through and say, what are all the different ways that we can bear burdens for one another? Because there are a lot of them, aren't there? I, I, you know, I, I know... But it's long. There's a lot of things on our prayer list. And, and, and you know, 
sometimes and things that are going on. So as long Verse 1. <laughs> we skip verse 1 right, on our prayer list. I don't see many people putting in cards, and it's okay, I don't really expect you to. Just be aware that all of those burdens that we have on our prayer list don't include the sin that each of us are struggling with in our lives. Doesn't Imagine how long that prayer list would be. Our task is not to be overwhelmed, but to give help as we can. And so I don't want to give you this cookie-cutter answer for how to bear somebody's burden. My goal today is to emphasize a mindset of will to gently restore people who've walked away from God. And, and sometimes with addressing a physical need. Right? I, I wonder how many people followed, well, people followed Jesus because of the loaves and the fishes, right? And in the end, he said, okay, half you guys, you're just here for the food. Get out of here, right? If, if you're serious about following me, stick around. But I'm not providing. You've got to bring your own at some point. But he still had their attention. He had their ear for an extended period of time because of the loaves and the fishes. And some of them did stick around and did follow him. And so when we say, oh, I, I can promise to you that the kids. Peter, can you tell me what's the meaning of life? <laughs> Why am I here? Right? I was just like, ooh, right. Why am I in this situation? How can I get out of it? Right? But, but or a month, or whatever it might be. So, yes, I. Sometimes there are other burdens that have to be removed before we can reach those spiritual ones. And so I want to seeking to restore people to God. Because we can't force people back to God. I, I suspect if I ask people And some 
Okay, well, I do. Because we can't force people back into relationship with God. We, we can't demand it of them. We shouldn't be gossiping about them, because we could do that, right? You wouldn't believe we Instead, we gently maintain relationship. And that way they know that they're always welcome to return. That this is where they belong. I want to close with a commentary, an, a, a paragraph from a commentary that I read as I was preparing for this. It's by a, a British author, John Stott. And uh, he had, had this to say. You can, I know it's a lot. You can maybe follow along on the screen. We have seen then in this passage in Galatians 6 that when a Christian brother or sister is overtaken in sin, he is to be restored, and that mature spiritual believers are to exercise this delicate ministry gently and humbly. If we walk by the Spirit, we would love one another more. And if we love And if we we're seeking to restore a brother who has fallen into sin. Further, if we are more serious backsliding prevented, the good of the church advanced and the name of Christ glorified. Loving one another. That's our first lesson in this series. And it concludes with bearing one another's burdens. There's a lot of in the meantime, but loving one another means bearing one another's burdens, whatever they might be. And this, this is the good news. This is the gospel of Jesus that there is always a way for us to come home to God. Thank you, Peter. Uh, let's now sing this song that uh, helps us to remember and focus on Jesus and his sacrifice for all of us before we share at his table. Night with ebon pinion, room.